Welcome to the game with Glenn Quartermain and Adrian Barrage. Quart is a veteran footy scribe with hands so small he can only carry two pints. And Barra, an Eagles original, Perth Demons diehard and regular face on Channel 7. Hello, Adrian Barrage here from 7 News. He'll tell you about the 1991 grand final, except he got dropped after the prelim. We don't promise any fancy sound effects or bells and whistles. It's just two blokes talking football. Yes, and thank you to the great Dennis Committee. You are listening to Quarters and Barra. We are brought to you by Tab Touch. Better your bet with Tab Touch, but please gamble responsibly. Call Gambler's Help on 1800 858 858 if you have any issues. I am Glenn Quartermain, Chief Sports Reporter. For the West Australian newspaper, with me is Adrian Barrich of Channel 7, Perth Football Club and West Coast Eagles fame. Barra, bit to get through. We've got a wrap of the weekend. We'll talk waffle. We'll mm-hmm. talk Sandover Medal Night and Hall of Fame Night. Yep, I've just recovered from that. Did you get you there? I was there. Oh, you were there, were you? Yeah. Well, what table were you on? Uh, table 31 with the Seven West friends. Ah. Right up uh, sort of sort of near the front. Guest of Seven West. That's right. Very nice. Um, and look, it's always a great night. Back in the day, it used to be called Quartermain Night, but mm. uh, it was a big night. But, uh, oh, mate, it's a long night. Pace myself. Well, now that How do you com- reckon about the combining it? Well, I think it's the good part of that is this, they're saving money that goes back into football because mm. it's very expensive to hold these nights. Mm-hmm. I don't mind it. You've got to be prepared, though. It is a long night for a good reason because you can't rush these things. The you Hall can't, of Fame stuff. You can't rush the four inductees. We'll get on to that in a little while. Let's just start from the outset, mate. Let's I get can in... sense you're fired up, mate. Well, not well, fired up. I heard all, I have, I've heard feedback yep. in dispatches that all weekend you were going off on radio. Well, I was that true? Would that, go... be a, would that be correct as assessment? Would it be correct to say that I went off? Mate, I think you were going off. No, Apparently, the calls are flooding in and you were batting them off, Collingwood people coming for you. You're going two or three weeks, Maynard, two or three no, weeks. can't be two. has to be three, three or nothing. Weeks. No, it's three, three weeks. No, three plus or nothing. That's the thing. So let's start. Let's but you're going three weeks, ain't you? Let's talk about All Maynard. All right, how do you want to handle it? Well, let's just talk about it first. I'll, I'll give you my take mm-hmm. and you can give me yours. No, okay. Uh, so first thing I'll say is I understand I, I am pro three plus weeks for mm. Maynard. I think it was severe, it was high, That's they're un- indisputable, um, but- the, what is in dispute, according to those who think he should get off, is the fact that it was accidental, not careless. Now, my argument is that is careless. You look up the de- definition of careless in the dictionary. That is what it is. You choose to jump in the air, and the key here is the swivel side on and shoulder to the head that knocked mm. Brayshaw out, um, put him out of the next final, maybe the final after that, and it's given his history. Mm. Uh, you know, we, we wish hope and wish him the best. But look, it's a night. It's not about that. It's about the incident itself. And in my opinion, he had a duty of care to his, to himself, to protect himself. But he also has an equal duty of care to the other player. Now, the other player, I think it's reasonable to expect <laughs> you kick the footy and you don't end up unconscious on the floor of the, on the, on the MCG. Mm. He could have smothered that. Yes, it was a smother. Yes, it was unintentional, but it was still careless. He could have smothered that front on and worn it, but no, he, he chose in a split second. I know it's a split second, mm. but that's the fact that that's what he did and the shoulder to the head. So for me, according to the MRP gradings, it can only be three plus or no weeks. How I think it'll play out is that I think the tribunal will give him three plus. I think Collingwood will appeal. They could very well win that appeal because it's going to come down to lawyers arguing whether it was accidental footy action or careless. In my opinion, the AFL will then probably appeal the appeal, which mm. they can do. Mm. Just because there's also the issue of concussion if he swirling doesn't, around. If he gets off, the AFL will appeal too, by that's, the way. That's what I'm saying. It, no, at the first juncture. If, if, yes, to, if, if tonight he gets nothing, the AFL goes back in. Laura Kane, yes. the new footy boss, who overrode Michael Christian. So he's out of a job at the end of this year. There's no chance he's the, the MRO next year. If she's already said, he wanted to clear. Did you understand that? Yeah, I did. That's a... I'm not saying you didn't understand. I'm just saying that that's your understanding is that Michael Christian wanted to clear Brenda, uh, Braden Maynard straight away. So this is a very no case to answer, Your Honour. It's a very serious situation given the uh, impact of concussion, the the uh, class actions, but also last week the Senate handed down mm. its inquiry into concussion in sport, calling among other things for a national a, a, a blanket 
sort of approach to it yeah. nationally. Yeah. So there's a lot to this. Can and you imagine Laura Kane though, when when Michael Christians she she she's, she just wanders into the room and goes, "Oh, what are you going to do with the Maynard thing?" He goes, "I think we'll just knock it on the head. I think it's sweet, isn't it? It's a certain footy act." She go, uh, it's Michael, and we need to have a long chat, my friend. And this is her first big, big issue that she's had to deal with since she became the footy boss. What's her title? Is it like she's, she's the, just head of football? Head yeah. of football now. And uh, she goes, we ain't doing that, my friend. We've got a billion dollars worth of lawsuits coming our way. More than sixty players are suing us for possible CTE, brain damage, this sort of stuff. Uh, we and we, what about John Platten's promo? Mm-hmm. So you're watching the footy, ten minute mark. He gets knocked over, and in that ad break comes up John Platten's promo for I can't remember the 1989 grand final. You can't, no. And, you know, I'm a different man. I, you know, I've got a short temper. I go into a room. I don't know why I'm, why I'm there. Like, that was so powerful. I mean, that just added to the whole and unfortunately, it, you know? And I'll say unfortunately because um, Maynard, it's not his, that's not his fault. And, you know, but the and, yes, they're, they're friends. They actually play junior mm. footy together, these two. That's not the point. The point is it was a careless action and that's why he should get three right, plus let, weeks. Let me ask you this then. Yes. Um, I think it's a footy act. Mm-hmm. So I'm torn a little bit because I know but it I've can been, still be a careless footy no, act. No, no, but I've been in that situation where I've done precisely that and at the time I was trying to take the guy out because you do try to follow through. Now they're going to say that Brayshaw moved towards him. So you watch them. You so watch them. When, you, when you're running from a centre stoppage and you front burst out the front, what you meant to run sideways or backwards? No, he kicks it, and they they're going to say that he moved towards the, the to the right. Yeah, okay, but yeah, I we think don't Mel- argue that, Melbourne's. Yeah. But the AFL say no, no, no. We think that it was Brainerd Maynard that shifted in on him with his shoulder. And did he need to turn his shoulder, which is a natural instinct? It was a split second. It was half it was My less question than half is, that he had an alternative, and the alternative was to take it the impact front on, which would have been fine because you're smothering. Mm. But that would have been... Some a, of the photos show that he had his hands out too, a little bit, and then turned at the last second. So do you reckon he tried to take him out? I don't, but I think it doesn't matter. I think mm. the fact is it's a careless action. And under the grading, and it is no question it's severe and there's no question So he shouldn't have jumped, in your opinion? Uh, he could have jumped, but he could have taken it front on. It's the swivel to the side and the shoulder to the head that's got instinct. him in trouble. Yeah. Well, oh, let me ask you this as well. David Mundy made a brilliant point. David Mundy said, if that was Pendlebury in a pre-season game and Maynard was jumping up to smother the ball, would he have taken him out like yeah, that? Yeah, interesting. And there's no way that Pendlebury would have been knocked out. He wouldn't have gone for his head. And that, well, he didn't go for his head, but it, he would have taken evasive action, wouldn't he? Now, yes. Now, can I just add, it's not mischievous, but I'm going to add this. Um, now, this is not a bad thing about Collingwood. The Collingwood supporters think we're jumping on the Collingwood hatred bandwagon. This is not, it could have been anyone. It's just the fact that it was a Collingwood player who's involved here. So, so if Viney did this to Dacos, no, oh, would you do the same the thing? that's the next thing I was going to say. Would you, you'd be in the same boat, would you? Well, of course I would. Yeah, but, yeah no, but, I reckon you would. But what I'm saying is if it was <laughs> Viney doing that to Nick Dacos, what do you reckon the Collingwood supporters would be calling for? <laughs> That'd be the death penalty. Exactly. So <laughs> I've got one more for you because yeah. I've worked out how it's going to go tonight. It yep. starts at 2 p.m. Uh, Western time, of course. It'll go for hours. It will. Like So the next one is Jack Martin. Jack Martin will be at midnight. Let's talk about the other two. Um, Van Royen had – Just before you do yep, that, sorry. I wanted to say, yep. um, what, how will you feel if the Collingwood lawyers, QC's – start to introduce that maybe two things. One, maybe maybe Brayshaw got hit earlier. Have you seen that vision? From you, yeah, yeah, I have, yeah. That maybe that sort of softened him up. They'll use whatever evidence they can to get yeah, him Yeah, how will you feel about that? Uh, and second, the second I'm part okay of it. I'm okay with that. I'm okay with it. How will you feel if they say, what, why is he out there? He's had four head injuries. He missed most of 2017 because of four concussions. Okay, is that's, he, is he, was he a walking that's time a valid, bomb? That's a valid point. But it's, is, is that fair to bring that up, though? Yes, it is, but you know what? Do you but, reckon it is, though? Yeah, but you know what? It doesn't affect the incident is the incident, isolated. So forget yeah, about all that. what other... they're saying is a normal bloke wouldn't have got knocked out. Oh, come they're, on. They'll be saying he's got a Who glass jaw. Who wouldn't have been knocked out by that? There was a severe impact. But he was, mate, but he was unconscious for two minutes. Mate, I would not have been unconscious for two minutes. I don't think John Worsfold would. Uh, any, pick anyone. I've never seen anyone get knocked out like that. You don't know that. 
you don't know that. You don't know that they would have I, been I've unconscious. I've been hit precisely the same sort of scenario. Yeah. Two minutes unconscious. Yeah, there is right. obviously, and that's why he's got to look at his future. And we've got to talk about the Brayshaw family. Yes. The connections. James is obviously a Channel 7 commentator, yeah. a heavy hitter in the media world of footy. He weighed in behind mm-hmm. his nephew, of course. Yep. Um, his dad, Mark, is a fantastic guy, great West Australian, played for Claremont, played for North Melbourne. He's in the background there. Ian Sticks Brayshaw, who's a doyon of sport He's in this state. Great isn't man. He? Yeah, got 10 for 44. Newsreader and yeah, yeah, Channel 10. 10 for 44 for yeah. WA, one of the all-time great workers, played for Claremont. And then Hamish, yesterday we interviewed Hamish uh, around lunchtime. And he'd done a podcast with Will Schofield, Will Schofield, and he's weighed in, not only weighed in behind his brother, but he just, he, he threw punches at Collingwood people for insinuating that, you know, all these things about his brother. And were you surprised how, and I heard him today on radio. And, and congratulations saying, to Hamish, by the way. Yeah, yeah. Yet more success. And then we'll he goes on and wins the Sandover medal We'll get onto well. that in a little while. But so I was sitting right next to him at the next table, and he goes on to win the Sandover medal. What a weekend it's been, or a week for, for the uh, Brayshaw family. But what did you think? So Brayshaw this morning, he said, Well, they're entitled to their opinion, Barry, just as others are entitled to their opinion to back Maynard and try and get him off. I understand there's another argument out there. I respect people having that argument. This is what he said yesterday. He said, I thought my brother was never going to play again. I thought uh, I was in tears when I saw him unconscious for two minutes. And I thought the AFL were looking after the Collingwood, that they would weigh in behind... Mm-hmm. The pies. Well, we'll find out, won't we? And well, they haven't. And today so far. he's pulled that back. But, but well, they haven't can I because just, they over. Uh, they, they they jumped over the top and yeah, said but, no. Yeah, yeah, but yeah, they did. But Hamish is Hamish is now pulled back today on radio, and he's being interviewed this morning about his standover medal. No doubt he'll be saying, "Look, I might have overcooked my emotion on that podcast." But you know what? I friggin' loved it. I love well, that his honesty. younger brother has come out and yeah. supported his older brother. That's what my brother's like. That Justin, he just come out. Throwing punches, you know what I mean? Like, and that's what he did, and and Honesty. so he should not be embarrassed about that no. at all. Fantastic, that was. We it, want great people to be honest, them. don't we? One of the best West Australian families, and I didn't mind that at all. And now he's sort of wound it back a bit. And Collingwood people have come for him, and calling him an idiot, and you know he's overcooked it and over emotional. But put yourself in that situation. Now, before we get on, just quickly to Van Royen and Martin, um, I didn't like. Now, and I understand in the aftermath of the Maynard Brayshaw hit that there was some retribution. There was Viney flying the flag, as he should, and then there was a bit of push and shove. Very late. But what I didn't like like was the Collingwood players then cheering Maynard and booing Viney. I thought it was really disrespectful. The fans or the players? No, the fans. Given Brayshaw was still prostrate mm. and getting carried off in a stretch. I thought that was pretty poor. Now, I know they've said, oh, no, we were reacting to the Viney, you know. Well, we were supporting Maynard. Mate, just keep your powder dry till he leaves the field. Show the kids some mm. respect. I thought it was pretty ordinary. All now, right, Van Royan. No, no, before yeah. you go, because we've got to complete this issue. So yeah. let's complete the picture. So Braden Maynard, he, he obviously feels guilty about something, yeah. obviously knocking him out. He feels bad about that. And they did play Sent together. Sent him a bottle of wine. So he, goes, so he goes round to his house, mm. brings the wine and the flowers, right? So obviously for the mum, okay? Deborah, who's the most beautiful mm. person, this is um, – this is the the mum, the Brayshaw mum, okay? Mark's wife. I sat behind them in the 2021 grand final, actually. Yeah, brilliant people. Yeah, bu- Just brilliant, brilliant people. people. Agree. She gives him short shift. Yep. And I don't even think the flowers made it into the vase, mm-hmm. uh, apparently, allegedly. Okay, and I, I get that. My mum would get the umbrella out and just whack the bloke. You know, I, when I got knocked out one day, my mum came out onto the oval to see if I was okay. This is the waffle. In a league game in Canberra. <laughs> I was playing for Monica and I look, I open my eyes. And did you say, mum, get off the ground, please? I did. And then I open my eyes and my mum's there and she's going, you all right, ain't you? go, mum, get out of here, will you? You're making me look like the biggest, you know, yeah. so... But so Deborah hasn't taken too kindly to it, and apparently Gorn, Maxie Gorn was around there at the time, and a couple of the Demons players, and it was very tense yep. when Maynard was there. And so t- he Maynard timing wasn't great. I know, I know the intention might have been to let's assume the intention was the right. So you give him the benefit of the doubt. I'm giving him the benefit of the doubt because he knew him as a junior, right? Mm. I'm going to give him that. But I just don't think the timing was great. I think that's ill-advised to go around there. Now, <laughs> it certainly was. Van Royen, um, very lucky. Uh, he, he jumped at the – like it was a lotto ticket getting a week. Very, very lucky. That mm-hmm. was in many ways even worse than Maynard's. It's just that it was medium impact, right? So 
He takes that. He was never get, they were never going to be able to argue that from medium down to low. So he takes the one. Martin's interesting. So that's uh, the attempt to – I think he was trying to hit him in the guts. Got him in the head. It was pretty heavy hit too. It's a long way from the guts, mate. Which is why it's <laughs> – He's the West. The West Australians are everywhere. He's he's from you know he's from um, Dongra. Yeah, he's from Dongra. Yeah, like I, I don't even know. You know who's zone? Who's West Australian? Do you know who zones Perth, Dongra is? Perth. It's Perth zone. How do we not? How do we lose these know, blokes? Mate. He ends up playing for Claremont. He must have gone to Christchurch or something. Yeah, it? yeah. It was there was some shonky going on there. Scholarship, <laughs> mate. Don't worry. It's I like, didn't say that. You said eh? that. It's like all the Trinity boys. <laughs> years years twelve. They, yeah. All of a sudden they're at. Other schools. And, uh, Is that right? Yeah. Mate, can you tell me how it works? I want him to come to Perth because yeah, that's our zone. I'll tell you off air. Uh, <laughs> your son brown paper bags on the side, mate. <laughs> your that's son any good. I'll have him as well. Now, um, <laughs> so I think they will argue Martin. Carlton lawyers will argue Martin down from two weeks to one. I think that's uh, feasible. I so so it's season over? No, 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 no. Well, they might win this week. If they win this, beat Melbourne this week, it's well, not. Well, Maxi se- Gorn's broken his toe. That's something. Yeah, it is something. And uh, Oliver looks very sore. So he'll play with a broken toe. But you'd be tipping Melbourne, wouldn't you? Don't know yet. I'm pe- keeping my powder dry I'd on that tip one. Collingwood. You'd tip Melbourne yeah. last week. Now, let's, You're very unlucky. 32 I was very more unlucky. And I think, hey, just before you go yep. on, Dane Swan posted yep. this uh, the whole thing about Maynard. It's like Braden has killed Bambi. The outrage over the attempted smother is outrageous. Okay. Man, everyone's just weighing in. It's, it's the biggest tribunal hearing in many, many years. It is. Well, but and, Barry and Hall was a, a pretty big one, by the way. It's, pardon? Barry Hall was a pretty yeah, big one. Yeah, but this is seminal. This is, this is. is a, this will, that, and that means like it could change the game mm. because if you can't do this anymore, it's not taking smothering out of the game, but it's making you have the duty of care. If you're going in there, you can't knock blokes out. Well, if you make and contact it's a to the head, you get three weeks. The interesting one is where we go with high marks, and that's going to be the interesting because we've gone to smother now. Mm. Do we go to high marks now? Next, you know, you jump on the put a knee back, in someone's head. Put a knee in someone's head. Now, I don't want to see that at, ruled out of the game. None of us do, but it's probably a natural progression at some point, Adrian. We're going to talk about that. So, but let's just. <laughs> Let's just stick with smothering for the moment, and uh, it'll be very interesting. It's going to go on for. It's going to go on all week. I would not be surprised if he gets off. It could. But what tonight? I don't. No, I think he won't tonight. But I think they'll appeal it. But I might be wrong. He might get off tonight. Depends on the lawyers tonight. Really, <laughs> the advocates, I should say. And the th- the thing I'm cynical about a little bit about is that the AFL will go hard as far as they need to to be seen to be going hard. But will they go as hard as they need to but, go? If you know what I mean. But Barrett, you know what? That's I don't. Whatever their reasoning is, it doesn't matter to me. I just think this is – we've got to put our big boys' pants on and discuss this issue. If we allow contact to the head to go unpunished, the game is not better for it. We will have parents not letting mm. their kids play footy. What's your we've answer? got to look at the future. So what's your answer to it's accidental contact, Glenn? It's careless. It's not accidental. It's careless. Well, what if it is accidental? What if it's it's deemed to be like uh, it's like Lynch, like Tom Lynch, like, like Lynch going for that mark and he didn't get done because he he had the brace for contact and it was an accidental. He didn't get he didn't get any weeks. Interesting people have brought in the Paddy Cripps from last year, but that the, the difference there is that was that was appealed and won on a technical issue about evidence, and the AFL have since overruled uh, changed mm. the rules around that, so you can't do that. But, but answer that if it's if it is deemed accidental. That's what they'll try and get. That's but he, are, are you saying if it's accidental, he gets off? He, he still goes. No, he gets off. So you think if it's accidental, you don't. So even if you knock out someone accidentally, let me just this get this clear. This is what they will argue. The camera's rolling. Just get this clear. If it's accidental contact, and it's proven to be, you're saying that a player should get off if they knock somebody out. I'm not saying they should get off. I'm saying this is what the advocates will try yeah, and no, do. Yeah, I know. I'm asking you. Yeah, what, I, think what, it, I think that's where they get him off, yes. No, no I don't, I'm not asking what – I'm asking you, your opinion. No, he shouldn't get as off. A, as a commentator, they should not if get someone off. knocks somebody out accidentally, yep. it's proven to be accidental. Like he can, it's, there's, there's no question it was an accidental event. If he gets knocked out, the bloke gets weeks. It, if there are – there's probably some wriggle room if – it's not it's not cut and dry, Barrett. It's not black and white. In this instance, I think it is basically black and white. I think he moved sideways. It was careless. Hit him with the shoulder. It's careless. But if he, for example, hit him, if he was just trying to smother front on, I think that would be a different situation. I think there is still areas there where it is purely accidental. So you're happy for a person to get knocked out and be no well, penalty? I'm not happy because they're knocked out. No, I I'm think just, it's I'm just want to know result. where your line is. Yeah, I think there yeah. is still room for an accidental okay. right collision, on. but... 
I mean, if you look at the – there was one many, many years ago between Stan Magro and Alex Jezelinko, the Carlton-Collingwood game on the wing at Princes Park, and they was just two blokes running with the flight of the footy and ran into each other. I think that's a classic case of accidental, and um, no one was really at fault. They were both at fault, I suppose. So there, I think there's still room. It's, it's, it's really – it's a fine line, and I think we're going to find a bit about it tonight. Mm. Fascinating to see, really. I mean, the it's a one, test case. The one it's a thing, test case. yeah, but the one thing we that overrides everything is we as we send our best wishes to Angus Brayshaw and the Brayshaw family, and we just hope he's okay because that's the main. Yeah, thing. Yeah, well, he had a scan. He had a scan last night, and they're going to compare it to the previous scan. He's got the same doctor yep. over there, the same neurologist. And I don't know if you can see damage in the brain because uh, CTE, you yes, can't you see can. till they no, pass away, do you? That's right. But you can see. And Daniel Venables, uh, who, you know, ripping player who has unfortunately had his career cut short, he advocates having a scan pre-career. He had one, but it was nothing to do with any um, concussions. He just had one as a yeah, matter of course. Yeah, it's a fluke, yeah. Um, and you have one every year. I like that. I like the, all draftees get their brain scans and it's measured year on year entering the preseason, and you probably get one post-season as well, um, just to look at the brain activity. You can tell when there's damage in there. CTE is a different thing. That's completely – but that's that's the accumulative effect of a lot of sub so would you, if you would you be advising Angus to hang up his helmet? Uh, I, I can't make that – that's his call, and that's mm. the doctors around him. But uh, I hope not. But if he's – I would. If, he, if there are serious issues there, absolutely I would say, you know, your life is more important going forward – and he said as much before the 2021 grand final over here, Barra, when he when there was a, some issues there, and he got he played, and he was saying life's way too important in the future. Um, they're, they're smart boys, the Brayshaws. They because you know great. the only thing I was worrying as a footballer, when he kicked the ball, I was looking at him. I had a close look at it. I, I wonder if his peripheral vision has been affected because of the concussions or something. Because he it's did, hard to know. He was very – he kicked it late, and I don't think he could have been having a shot. I don't think that matters. Out. I think there's still the action of Maynard turning No, but what I'm saying on. is maybe he didn't – he couldn't protect himself because maybe he's lost a bit of that well, peripheral vision. He didn't protect vision. himself because he's concentrating kicking the footy. Well, look, as a footballer, I'm saying it was an unusual late kick. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? Like he really pulled the trigger late, and that's why Maynard came for him. Unless he came out of his blind spot – I don't know how it panned out, but that was mm. a very unusual situation. And we will point out that these things are done in split seconds. Um, so the, what are your big takes over the weekend? The Collingwood-Melbourne one, I've got to say, um, they were unlucky, Melbourne. They had, what, 32 more inside 50s? 32. So the forward line is an issue there. Now, they've got to correct that. Now, what do they do? I reckon they roll the dice, mate, and I reckon they go with Grundy. He's not a forward. So I reckon you ruck him. I reckon you have to play Gorn. So you drop McDonald. Yeah, I think so. I think. Yeah. I think. But what, he, he, he didn't look bad. Yeah, he but, kicked a goal. Well, or Bailey, two. It depends. Bailey Fritz's foot does not look right now. That one that slid off the side of the boot, that just is not. That is not a kick of a from a foot mm. that is not unimpeded. I think there's something wrong there. Um, I think you play Gorn as much as it, because he was the best player out there. Yeah, but you just got to roll the dice and you got to play him uh, probably sixty forty as a forward then ruck. And but you've got to proven, play Grundy in the ruck. Because Grundy's this? not a forward. But it ha- it's proven it doesn't work. Well, They've tried it. They've tried it. It hasn't worked. Why would you go back to the well? Because you don't die wondering, I mate. think they've let that go. Yeah. He's, he's even gone to Port so Adelaide. Do you go? Do you go to Ben Brown? Do you go to... Uh, the Brown's injured, I think. I think they just find a mid-size... Shaky's available still. Yeah, well, a mid-size... What's that, like Jordan somebody? They just a mid-sized guy that will compete and bring the ball to the ground. Yeah. I reckon yep. that's all they need. So and get if, the forward cause, line cause, right. Because they should have like. won. Yeah. They're 30, 32 inside 50s. If Cozzy plays if, – if Cozzy kicks those goals, they win. Yep. Mate, he was – he is the absolute key. He was on fire. That He had three or four shots and it was very unlike him. If he steadies and realises yep. how good he is – I think Melbourne gets Carlton. There's only you know seven that? points in the end. Uh, so uh, let's go through them. So Carlton, Sydney, uh, how good was the noise mm. when Cripps kicked that late goal? It, the roof came Not off Cripps, the MCG. our man. Well, Cripps kicked a goal and the roof went off the MCG. No, the big one was when the there sealer. There were a couple. There were a couple. The, the sealer come from the docker. Oh, acres. That's what's killed the so, dockers. I saw Peter Bell last night. I was. I what did he say? I couldn't mention it because it's like because he did that. He, he did the save at the other end of the. He Two touched. Saves. He touched the ball. Two saves. <laughs> Two saves. <laughs> He's frigging everywhere. Yeah. Imagine if you're a Dockers fan, you'd be at home. Going, very good. Can you bloody stop getting the ball? Yeah. Holy shit! He was very, very good, mate. He was big. The the, the, the uh, actual coaches gave him. 
that's been a huge blue letting him go. I don't think they had any choice, mate. No, they didn't, mate. <laughs> oh, they not, did, yeah, mate. Oh, yeah, well, because they, had, they offered him unders. But they had but to admit, and they, and they, how did they, they, they got had, like pick 30-something for him. Luke Jackson in there, mate. <laughs> I know, mate. They, Which mate, I still agree with Luke Jackson. I think he's got a massive upside. It's a real shame. Mate, it's, easy, it's okay to admit that you make a blue when you let a bloke go yeah. like that. I mean, yeah. he's and and Mundy probably should have played on for one more year. That was the other thing mm. they probably should have done. But then they get some games into young the younger blokes. But yep. but that must have hurt the Dockers fans seeing him run around. Oh like yeah, big time. Uh, and but, and Chera, by the way. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but you know, I think Carl. It's like you get that win out the way, Barra. Mm. And uh, it's it validates it now. Well, it's a good season. It's a winning season for the Carlton team and also for Michael Voss. They withstood a, a comeback from Sydney, which you expect. Mm-hmm. But you know, you've got to ask the question. Sydney have had a good second half of the year. They showed a lot of ticker in this game. Where was that on Grand Final day last year? Last year, where was yeah. that on Grand Final but, day? But Goulden wasn't Goulden like that last well, year. Yeah, he's Goulden. swinging off the chandeliers, isn't he, old Errol? He's yeah, he, <laughs> old Errol. Oh yeah, oh Errol. Oh yeah, I love um, Aussie crawl. Now, for me, the two big winners over the weekend, however, the most impressive performances for me over the weekend mm-hmm. were uh, Brisbane's and GWS's. Now, GWS, so um, unfortunate for St Kilda, memory late withdrawal, and we offer him the best. He's got yeah, some what a mental story. health concerns. Did they and, handle that okay? Yeah, the they had, I, thought, I think they did. What, leaving it, it so late? No, I think it. he was going to – they were still – That's not the sort of thing comes on overnight. No, though. it's not, but they thought he could play, and then they decided, no, we've got to get around this. I thought they handled it pretty well because they said, look, there will be some players affected because he's obviously has his mates there. Mm. But, there's been a bit of criticism about well, the way not from me. Not from me. I from, don't think there's any Carolyn, other way to handle Carolyn Wilson. Well, not from me. The Caro's entitled to her opinion. She's a very erudite, learned person, but I don't agree with that. I think they handled it as well as they could under the circumstances. We wish him all the best, AG. Wish him all the best. So, St Kilda, look, it's a, I didn't think they'd get any – either of these teams I didn't think would be playing final. Yeah. I picked Gito as to finish last, so I might be massively humiliated yeah, by the How did you lead it. the tipping when you had them – Coming last. Oh, it's just pre-season. I just didn't. you just changed your I, team. This is why he is coach of the year, Kingsley, because they <laughs> they lose Tarano and they lose Hopper. Their list doesn't improve. And look at what they've achieved this year. That was really good coaching, and it was a classic. It was like a boa constrictor trying to catch a cheetah. That game, St Kilda tried to close the game up. Uh, I reckon you need to rework that analogy. Why? Well, I <laughs> when is the snake going to catch a cheetah? Well, the can. <laughs> Whenever. Because you know what happens. It's never happened. Yeah, never. <laughs> what else can we come might up with? Injured, Hang on, I like the cheetah. I might have an injured leg. <laughs> and it's just there and it wraps what itself. What about in. a hyena catching a cheetah or something? Yeah, it could be. <laughs> but the whole point of it is this is what St Kilda does. They're a boa constrictor, mate. They try <laughs> All right, and a boa cl- constrictor and a mongoose. Yeah, okay, that'll do. That'll do. <laughs> I think they're pretty quick too, mate, just quietly. But uh, they just, that orange tsunami just off half back, that, that's just, and it was overwhelming in the end. And uh, look. Isn't Vossi the coach of the year, by the way? Ah, no, no. I've got Kingsley. (laughs) Vossi's done a good job. I've got Kingsley, mate. Mate, they're still alive. It's unbelievable. It's Carlton. Yeah, I know. But uh, (laughs) If they beat Melbourne, he's coach of the year. Tom Green, Kelly, Whitfield, Ash, um, Bedford. No wonder they fought hard to get him off that charge. Oh, mate. How good is he? The boy from... I mean, Brown shows a bit. um, Iden back in defence. Riccardi. Riccardi Riccardi was three goals. How good is he going? Oh. Mate, they, they, they've, there's a lot to like about them. And, um, you know, I'll tell you what, very nervous playing them this week, uh, Port Adelaide. Very nervous mm. indeed. Brisbane. Uh, Port Adelaide, what I liked about Brisbane's performance was it was complete. Forwards got mm-hmm. it together. I think the midfield withstood a really strong Port Adelaide challenge, second and third quarters. Spanked and their And their defence was really solid as well. Um, couldn't have been more emphatic. Jade Anaher kicks five. And he had the bookends. You had Rayner oh. getting off the leash in the first half with three goals. Um, Sweet Caroline is his song. And then the second half, you have, um, uh, you have Charlie Cameron oh, yeah. kicking a couple. And then, of course, you've got Take Me Home Country Roads blaring out. So you had the Sweet Caroline and Country Roads going. So you get the Danaher input. You get Rayner and Cameron standing up Mate. when needed. And other con- contributors as well. This side... Dangerous. It's going to be hard to beat them on preliminary final day. It'll be Carlton or Melbourne mm. and tough, tough pathway It's all through. setting up for a Collingwood-Brisbane Collingwood grand final. It but, is indeed. Mate, you mentioned Rayner. He was like Superman. 
Yeah. That guy, he's he's spectacular. I know he had I the knee. Mention, I might have mentioned he was the X Factor last week mm. when we were previewing this yeah, game. Yeah, you did actually. Mm. You did mention that. I mentioned Bobby Hill too. As oh, the he X was Factor. very good. Yeah, very I good. I was right Bobby. there. So there we Kicked go. Two very early important <laughs> goals. But Rayner, but Rayner, mate. He's 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 like a mini wars, bigger Warsfold or something. He's just phenomenal. He's just brushing blokes off. Yeah. Get out of my way, mate. It was embarrassing for the Port guys. If Kane Corns hasn't come out and had a crack at the Port oh, blokes. Oh, they've been smashed. He'd have to have a crack they at them now. Smashed. I know he friggin' loves them. So we saw the best of Rosie. We saw the best of Butters. Uh, Ollie Lord kicks four goals. It was a terrific performance. Um, but, you know, I, I, defensively they struggle, I reckon. And I think defensively they struggle all over the ground. That's just not in the back half. So They couldn't contain Danaher and the rest of them. They're gonna, it, look, you'd back them this week at Adelaide Oval. But I'll tell you what, a couple of injuries, McKenzie and Williams are out. It's hard. Playing against this GWS team, what have they won, 13 of 15 or whatever? Mm. Uh, a lot of momentum behind them. Well coached. I'll tell you what, that's not a chewing game by Mate, any means. Mate, you know what I loved about the Giants blokes too coming off the ground? I think it was... I think it was Greeny, not not Toby, Tommy, looking at the camera and goes anywhere, anytime, any place. Eleven on the road, eleven on the road. You Love know, like it's eleven just different going, venues. We'll friggin' get you anywhere. I've won at eleven Mate, different what, venues this year. That was the Rossi Lion thing at the Dockers. You the know Dockers what that shows? Like that. It shows not only belief, but it shows their system of travelling and preparing for games works, which mm. means they can go deep. Let's see what happens. Um, but I think it's set up. You're right. It's we're set up for two. Cracker Jack semis and preliminary finals. You can catch them on Channel 7 Friday night now let's and talk. Saturday night. Now, let before we forget and get on to some mail, mate, let's talk about uh, the Sandover medal last night. Uh, firstly, we'll talk about the oh, waffle. I want just one yep. more thing, just while we've got the cameras here. I just want you to send a message to Kane Corns. Me? Because Why am I sending a message to because Kane Corns? I can't. Why aren't you? I can't. Why? I, I, I said can't, by the way. Yeah. <laughs> I can't because I have sent a few in the past. And well, why am I sending? I am a past. I'm not firing pl- a shot. No, but I am a past player. Okay. So he has come out with the anyone who's played the game brigade line. Mm-hmm. Okay. So he started saying, uh, and I think he's having a go at Laura Kane, the yep. new footy boss. He's new, saying that Maynard should get off. He's saying that if you've played footy, you understand that he should get off. Mm-hmm. And people who haven't played footy don't understand. Mm-hmm. Now I want you to look at that no, camera. No, I'll counter it. And I want you to say. That this that is not a valid reason or a valid reason that you know better than me, better than you or Laura Kane or Daniel Cherney or Mark Duffield or I will still, I've got a different. Who what, else is there? No, what I will say. Who else is a great doyon of football? Don't. Mike Sheehan, who never played. Who are the blokes that never played that can give a, a an assessment there? Even Carolyn Wilson. Okay, just let, defend him, mate. Defend your people. Can I speak? <laughs> Forget about not playing the game. The point is, Kane, Kane, Kane. You need to understand the science around concussion has changed since you played. So you're saying it's he's a, a dinosaur. Are you saying he's a dinosaur? I don't want to I put didn't. words in your mouth, well, but are you then. saying he's a dinosaur? I didn't say that. You did. <laughs> now, <laughs> more defence, please. Subiaco, a good win, a very, very emphatic win over Claremont at the weekend. <laughs> Change My boys, East Fremantle, um, a narrow win <laughs> over Peel Thunder into the grand final. So Peel Thunder <laughs> and Subiaco preliminary final this week. But before we discuss that, Barra, I want to. Where are you going now, mate? I'm trying to get. Trying to get this is great. Uh, while you're doing, well, I'll stretch so, because. So, uh, can no, I tell you about the Coldies? Yep. Our Coldies got beaten. So oh, it was no, us good. versus Claremont, nine o'clock, leadable it was. Classic encounter. You know, Bailey Banfield, Drew Sun. Up against you know all our great players, O'Driscoll and Cohen Livingston, and Cohen Livingston, one of our players, won the the medal for the uh, best player in the Colts. Yeah, saw so, that. And with Riley Wills, he wasn't there to stand over last night. No, no, he's he's a bit sore, I think. So I'm hoping well, he, he comes okay? up. But guess where our game is? The Coldies. Where? <laughs> in Mandra. <laughs> Nine o'clock on Sunday. Oh, in Mandra. All the very best. <laughs> How did that happen? All the very best. We finished on top and we're playing a prelim fair. in Mandra. It doesn't seem fair. I, well, I mean, I love Mandra. Can I just say one thing that you can pass this on to the Colts? Yeah. Anywhere, anytime, mate. Yeah, right. Anywhere, anytime. Good on you. Congratulations Greeny. to Hamish Brayshaw from East Perth, uh, winning the Sandover medal last night. Great footy family, as we discussed. Andrew, Angus, a premiership player mm. at Melbourne. Andrew, a Doig medalist at Fremantle. And now. Mark. Hamish. Yeah. Sat- should, last year I, I was with him and um, he was finished. Runner he, up. he started storming home and he'd had 
a few beers. Yep. And he'd gone out to put water on his face. He'd gone out a bit early. <laughs> Rookie error. Hey, Mitch, I think he was a little bit more. Handled did, it well last and night. And then he didn't win. And he spoke beautifully he paced, after the game. He, he paced himself. But I, I, my favourite moment. After the count, I should say. What's your favourite? I'll go my favourite moment. Uh, we'll talk Hall of Fame in a sec. But my favourite moment, I go outside and because, you know, we're supposed to. We, did you come out to interview him as well? No. No, your man, Mitchie Woodcock. Yes. Which Mitchie came out. Splinters was out there, yeah. <laughs> Splinters. Why do you call him Splinters? Because, he's, yeah, no, he's, it doesn't matter. Why is that, mate? Move, move on, please. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> I'm out there. And Andy, Andy Brayshaw, yeah, I saw Docker's that. superstar. I did see did you see that? Because he was in another room. He was up, in Nobu. Yeah, that's right. What was he doing in Nobu? Well, what do you do? You eat dinner. Yeah, but why didn't he come to the event? Because he was having. He's not. There was a Dockers table. Oh, well, I'm not sure. So he must have thought if he he's entitled to his own. Now I'm putting. Life. If I'm him, I'm thinking if I go there and Hamish is the favourite, people think he's going to win, and I think and I think he's going to win. I look like a big head, so I'm not going to come in until he wins. That must have been it. I don't know. But it was very nice scenes. I in might the... be overthinking it. He might have just been having a lovely dinner at Nobu and then he's going to But goes if your brother celebrate... was the favourite to win, the... celebrated with him afterwards. Yeah, but why wouldn't you be in the room? Let him have his moment on his own. Right. He's earned that. Okay. Well, well, it was well very, it was, but anyway, the scenes were there's a big hug in, yeah. in the corridor, out the front there. I did see that. And everyone's had 3,000 beers. It was it was actually a very heartwarming scene. It was. It was very – and well done to Luke Meadows um, from West Perth, Jesse Turner of Swan Districts, Angus Schumacher from East Perth, um, Brayshaw Pole, maximum votes in six games throughout the home and away season, finishing strongly with six votes in the last two rounds. How did they get so many votes, East Perth? It's remarkable. Well, they finished – they had a pretty good year. Yeah, I know, but three of their players could have won it yeah, at the end there. Good one to watch next year. Now, congratulations to – for and by the way, well-run event, Skeeter, uh, Mark, our old mate Mark yeah. Reddings, great job MC, Tried. along with Gossie, Tim yeah, Gossage, great job. Just, you, know, you know those interviews. So, a great job. So, so people know they do the Hall of Fame first, yes. right? And there was four inductees. And then a legend. And then they had to have the legend, which was Mel Winnan from the West Perth. So it was a Club. long night, but you can't rush but, legends or yeah, Hall of I know, Famers. I know. They deserve so, their moment. So I'm not sure it quite st- – because they rushed the sand over, though. Yeah, that was the only thing. It was it did feel very rushed at the end, but they had no choice, mate, because it was, it was getting behind, late. And the play and it's the players' night. And by the time ten o'clock comes around, and it's free drinks all the way through. How are the players travelling? Yeah, by the way. Yeah. So, I don't know. Do they split it back up? I started earlier. Do they? Because those interviews, like I know Goss is a very good interviewer, funny guy, funny guy. Um, but it's supposed to be five minute interviews. Mm-hmm. They they kicked on to twelve yeah. each one. But it's hard because I wanted I wanted more almost though because I, I was from who Phil, all Phil of Cracker them. all of them. Phil Phil was very Phil funny. was fantastic. He was so funny. How was he? He um, told everyone that he uh, is petrified of because he's lived in Melbourne since he cro- went across the North Melbourne eighty two. Petrified of flying, so he got driven over and back. Yeah, he right. didn't drive. Yeah. He got someone to drive him. <laughs> Can you believe it? And drive him back. So, but he was great. Um, congratulations to Phil Claremont, North Melbourne, um, absolute star, one of the Cracker brothers. And they don't look like brothers anymore. Lo- lovely to see him. No, lovely to see them uh, embrace too on the night. Just as he was walking up to the um, stage, yeah. he gave him a little high five, little cuddle, which was great. Ali Pickett, um, and I'll be a bit self indulgent here. Um, Ali Pickett, uh, set four time Premiership player at um, Subi. West Perth, Peel player, won a Sandover at Peel, won a Sandover at Subi. Um, Jan Cooper, great, absolute pioneer for the game, women's mm-hmm. game. Um, and the other was Alex Rance, obviously Swan Districts and a Richmond Premiership player and five Have times All-Australian. Now, now just, just stop there. Did you research how Ran- how did Rancey get to be the guy going into the Hall of Fame? He played 200 games for Richmond. He's a West Australian. Yeah, no, Australian. no, 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 no. I'm not saying his credentials. I'm saying why? Five years post-retirement. But isn't there some Eagles guys that... Mate, you've got to... You can't just have them all Eagles. What you've about to... Ben Cousins? Yeah, well, give him a chance next few years. He'll next few years? He's going to get he in. He retired before Rance. It doesn't matter. Rance deserves his place. I, I have no issue with I, that. I, I'm not saying he shouldn't be in. I'm just saying how did he get in? A lot of people were asking me. Played one okay. game for Swan District. Well, Ben will get in. He'll get. There's no doubt he deserves. Must be next year. Well, push for it. My Jimmy went in two years ago. Yeah, Jimmy he did. Cracker. And look, I'll be a little bit self-indulgent only because I got to interview the four of them. I couldn't interview the legend Mel Winnan because they didn't want him to know. They weren't going to announce it till the night. But the four of them, it was a real privilege to interview them all and get to tell their story. Um, I'll I will reveal something. I, before I hadn't met Ali Pickett before. 
but I'd interviewed him on the phone and he was really giving and honest with his information. Great guy. So I went up and introduced myself beforehand and he said he was a bit teared up when he read it, which is a great nice. thing to um, be able to. He's very, he's very petite, isn't he? Oh, When yeah. you met him, did you go, wow? No, nah, no, but I'd watched him. I'd watched yeah, him, yeah. so I was aware of his size. So anyway. he, coach, he coaches at Perth. Did you put that in your article? I don't think you did, mate. I don't think Why I did. Why you put that in there? Oh, you've had enough Mate, he's coaching at Perth. You've had enough He's made public. a comeback. And his son, his younger son's down there. The other, All these great angles, mate. The other interesting thing to come out of it was that Alex Rance has moved to Gold Coast recently and will be teaming yes. up with uh, Damien Harbwick in an assistant coaching role. I did ask him. About Buddy? No, I asked him. Mate, he lives down the road from room, Buddy. I said, there's a room. There's rumours everywhere, mate, that you're going to play again. And I said, but you're 33. Surely not. He said, Yes, you're right. He said, surely not. So he's not. He's a play. different dude, isn't he? Oh yeah. Oh, but he's it's great. Here's um, one for you. Is that camera rolling? Here's one for you. Hall of Fame. Now, Glenn Quarterman, I want to be serious about this because I know if we laugh around too much, I don't, I don't yeah. use the vision because yeah, they okay. think we're gagging and stuff. Yeah. But we're, we're actually serious here, right? This is a serious discussion. Yeah. Okay. Glenn Quartermain, if you were a judge of the Hall of the Hall of Fame, West Australian Football Hall of Fame, would you think perhaps maybe? That with Buddy Franklin, given that he is such a big player and the player of the of his generation, probably of this century, mm-hmm. that maybe the West Australian Football Hall of Fame should consider putting him straight in as a legend. No. Why not? Wait your five years after retirement. What? They're the rules. It, Why are we changing there, the rules? If there's a – it's not – I know you love a stickler for the rules thing, but well, they're, they're very grey, those rules, mate. mate I, I love Buddy as much as anyone. Why wouldn't you send Buddy anyone? in straight away? Well, because he'll get Make his Make a turn. statement. Hey, Make what? We in five him. years' time, it, it takes the edge off it, doesn't it? No. <laughs> no, it doesn't. Mate, won't, Buddy won't Give even come, him. mate. He'll be in the Gold Coast going, what? He will be there for that event. I'll play one game for he Perth. He will be there for that event. You're wrong. Mate. Like, Oh, nah. I shouldn't have laughed there. Now it's, I mean, you guys aren't going to use this now and laugh. But I'm, I'm serious. I reckon but I'm making a serious – and I'm going to be talking to Wayne Martin QC, KC now, who's the head of the – he's mm-hmm. the chairman of the WA Footy Commission. I'm going to be putting to him on behalf of the Perth Footy Club as the Perth president that Buddy Franklin okay, should it. be considered You're entitled to, to go that. straight in as a legend next year. Can you imagine what that event would be like? Yeah, be huge. I mean, that was a big event last night, but it wasn't huge, right? It wasn't like yes, it was. zinging. It wasn't UFC. Yes, it was. <laughs> well, it was where I was sitting. Right, I won't argue that, sorry. But, but Buddy going Your in. Your table can, must have been boring. Can you imagine how big that would be, Buddy My going table, in? You in the Perth table, obviously. And I also, our table I, I also call zinging. on the WA Footy Commission yeah. to put Ben Cousins in next year. Okay. Okay? That should be – and you'd back me up on that, wouldn't you? Yeah. Yeah. Thank you very much. Yeah. Uh, before we get on to the mail, uh, just a, we had a, uh, some mail last week criticising our coverage of the waffle, which was ridiculous. You're entitled to your opinion, but, but I just disagree with that. But, what, the West or us? Uh, the West Sport has just launched its Wayback Waffle video series, uh, celebrating the highlights of some past waffle greats, including Barra, the Cracker Brothers, Stephen Michael, Brian Peake, Peter Managlio, Gary Bacanara. <laughs> Peter Bazusto, Steve Curtis, and the Narkle Brothers. <laughs> Episodes one and two are out now on the West Sports YouTube channel and Facebook page. You can also find clips from this podcast at the West Sport on YouTube. So listen to the podcast and then go to that, I'd say. The remaining six episodes will be released over the next two weeks in the lead-up to the Waffle Grand Final. They do a great job, our, our podcast team. So Andrew, it's well Andrew all... Henry on. Yep. Muppet. And Josh and Muppet. the team, Muppet. the Muppet Man, yeah. the greatest West Perth supporter of all time, does a great job. Just give me those names for a sec. I reckon I played on every one of those guys. Did you? He, you know what's amazing? Play on Bucky. Uh, against Bucky. Yeah. But, but you know, um, yeah, did you see Morris Rioli in the vision playing on Phil Cracker? Uh, yes, I did. Yeah. Yes. And Mel Winnan. Mel Winnan played on... Against Morris Rioli. Yeah, well, in 75 he retired. I know. So, yeah, Morris would have been playing then. How's that? Yeah. What a career. Now, this guy here. So I played against all these guys, Stephen Michael, Brian yeah. Pete. Brian Pete came to Perth to play his 400. That's right. Didn't Stephen Michael, what did he say to you again when he's <laughs> – what did <laughs> no, he say? That was Noel Carter. Welcome to the – Oh, welcome to you. After Stephen Michael ran through me. But Brian Pete came to Perth to play his 400th game. So he was an East Round legend, but he wanted to play 400. And East Round said, mate, you can't just keep playing. Yeah. You've got to go, Bomber. So he went back to Perth. So he said, okay, I'm going to Perth. I'll play me 400 there. And in the change rooms before, he got all us young blokes together and he goes, listen, you blokes, I'm here to play me 400th game. When you get the footy, just kick it to me. I don't care. Sideways, backwards. It's <laughs> just bomber, right? Don't want to admit, but Bucky, you played on. Buzz, legend, legend. 
going well now. Beating Jack the Dancer. Yes. Fantastic. Oh, great man. Knuckle was... Brothers. Phil was there last Love night. Him. Great man. I didn't see Keith. But Peter Menaglio, is he the most unlikely looking superstar you've ever seen? Yeah. yeah. I, I couldn't believe it. When I came here and I played on Menaglio in West Perth, I went, who's that little f- Italian fella? <laughs> He's not going to survive the mm-hmm. game. He's not getting through, mate. Wasn't he good? Mm-hmm. Eh? Very Didn't hard. Didn't see get, a lot of him. I've very seen a hard lot of, to get hold of him. It was before my time, but I have seen a lot of footage since. You know, since I've been over here. Tough so, little bugger. Yeah, he, he certainly was. Now it's time for this, mate. Saddle up your camel. It's time for the thirsty camel mailbag. Thank you to Thirsty Camel, long time and valued sponsor, and uh, we are giving away. What are we giving away? We are giving away a 10-pack of Woodstock bourbon and cola, 4.8%. We will give that away on Thursday. Barra, a little bit of mail to get through here. Uh, just one from last week. G'day, Quarters. Great pod, the Sava. In answer to your question as to where I was staying in Bayswater, London, back in 1996, oh, yeah, remember yeah. that, Emma? Yep. And I said, we live nearby. Um, it was a shabby youth hostel come halfway house on uh, Queensborough Terrace, which is now being converted to a swanky hotel run by the NOX Hotel Group. Um, thanks for that, Raul. Uh, Lisa, my wife, stayed at the Dean Court, which was an Inverness Terrace, which was adjacent is to Is that Earl's Court? Uh, not far from it. It's yeah. not Earl's How Court. Good. It's Bayswater, but it's is very Earl's close. Is Earl's Court still super yeah. good? Is that where all the Aussies still hang yeah. out? Yeah. Oh, you know sorry. what I did when I lived in London, though? I avoided the Aussie pubs like the plague, like the walkabouts. I didn't What's go to, wrong with you, Barry didn't go to London to drink with Aussies, mate. Went mate. over there to experience the culture over there. It's supposed to be the adventures of Barry McKenzie. Mate, not I, go wandering off on your own. I flew the flag pretty well, mate. <laughs> don't worry. Um, hi, fellas. Fosters. Hi, fellas. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I used to drink a lot of Vic Bitter over there, actually. Hi, fellas. The Maynard bump. People have to realise that football has to change regarding head contact. People are saying it's a football act and should, he should get off. But is, aren't all head knocks a football act? No matter how it happens, the AFL has a duty of care to protect the players. Not many players try to spoil the ball like Maynard did. He has to change the way he plays. He has to get weak, so it sends a message to the other players. It, it can't be careless. Feet off the ground and to avoid the head. That's from Paul from Rockingham. Well, we've covered that issue pretty extensively. Mm-hmm. All valid points, I would argue. Good email. High quarters and barra. Should the AFL follow St Kilda's lead by restricting the number of causes from their agenda and let sport be sport? A horse is a horse, of course, of course, Mr Ed. Not sure about that. I, I tell you where it's becoming unstuck a little bit is the voice. Because I know the AFL went right in behind the voice. Mm-hmm. And the West Coast Eagles did too. Did the Dockers? Every AFL club did. did yeah, the everyone, everyone well? did, yeah. And now it looks like the you know the no votes uh, mm-hmm. looks like getting up. It's it's interesting, isn't it? Yeah, it is. Yeah, Qantas has backed away. Well, I would just argue that you vote. It's a referendum, and I know which way I'm going to vote. And the thing is, people are entitled to vote whichever way they want mm. because that's why it's a yeah, referendum. Yeah, but that's not, that's not what we're talking about. We're talking about the footy clubs getting behind a certain side. Yeah, uh, yeah. I'm ne- I'm never a big one for footy clubs intervening in politics. Mm. What about Qantas? Are you big on that? No. <laughs> no, but look, people are entitled to their say and, you know, people are invited to vote whichever way they do. I just implore people to respect that when it comes around, when the referendum mm-hmm. comes around. G'day, gents. I was quite disappointed at the conclusion of last season to hear that Captain Chamomile would no longer be a feature on the pod. When Duff got a bit wound up last year, Barra, he, we would say, mate, you need to just – Oh, no, Duff Chamomile to, tea. When people got fired up, he used to say, you need to have a cup of chamomile tea and settle down. This is a good email. Enter Barra, you and Quarters have displayed a brilliant rapport and chemistry this year, and I have very much enjoyed your back and forth. I've got an idea for the pod going forward. In addition to the weekly prize-winning email, I'd like to propose a Brownlow bottle of Shivers, Kraken, etc., going to the best overall email of the season at its mm. conclusion. Do you think the camel would be on board with this? Keep the old stories coming, Barrett. That's Jared from Port Kennedy. Well, Jared from Port Kennedy, we will ask Thirsty Camel if they will be forthcoming in that. I think it's a what great idea. What did he Shivers Regal, did he? He just wants a, an overall Brownlow email of the year. So we'll yeah, consider what, what, that for what, next year. What drink year. did he want, though? Oh, Shivers Regal, a bottle of Shivers Regal or something. Do our blokes make that? Oh, they'd sell it. Yeah, it's Thirsty Camel. Oh, he's Thirsty Camel. As well okay. as, yeah. Otherwise, I'll bring one in. Yeah. Uh, Give it away. High quarters and Barrett. We had the Maynard incident, and a few days later, a commentator said Frisch should have polaxed Kaner instead of pulling out when he realised he may have made late contact. We can't have it both ways. Fritz should, could have concussed Quainer in a football action if he didn't pull out, and yet we encouraged this. We need consistency and to stop calling out players when they show a duty, duty of care. Kind regards, John. It's a really good email, John, and I don't disagree. I think 
we in the media also have to change our language around this, Barra, in terms of if mm. you do take a couple of short steps to avoid contact, maybe that's not a bad thing because you're yeah. going to play next week and you're, yeah. you're displaying a duty of care. So I Yeah, I, let's not hope that newspapers don't splash it across the back saying, look at this week so-and-so or... Oh, no. That's, or, or the, or we're the, going to do that. Or the footy show. <laughs> no, we're going to do that. What, no, what I'm... That's, not, that's a completely <laughs> different... No, that's what you're saying. You, no, don't want to, you don't want to belittle someone for I'm pulling just, out. That's not saying it's not going to be the... No, that's right. You're not going to belittle someone. You're not for, going to belittle someone, are you? No. I'm no, saying we yeah, need to change our language belittler. around that. You're not a belittler. <laughs> There's a lot of belittlers around. There are a lot of And I'll tell you around. what, Volcano Head, <laughs> Kano, oh. <laughs> he belittles a lot of people. Okay. And and that's where you've got to watch it. Those guys, you know what I don't like about that? This is a different, we should talk about this at another time yeah. in depth because I don't like the way Let's the- Let's do because we're on a tight schedule. The, 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 the way the Victorians carry on. Oh, to get, get off the Victorians' no, back. No, it's because, a great state. Because like, you know, uh, even Triple M in Melbourne, I listened to that, Billy Brownless and- and, but they just mock each other the entire time and they replay audio when blokes make blues or newsreaders That's make mistakes. Mate, yeah, but the, the, in, the world of, in the world of mental health challenges, you don't know That's who you're targeting point. could come unstuck, mate. And there has been some very – they should just keep a track of maybe how their check, people are going. Maybe they check with each other before they get on. No, well, going by the track record, perhaps they haven't. Okay, fair yeah. enough. Okay, yeah, that's fair enough. Oh, high quarters in Barra. Brisbane is one of the many AFL-assisted sides with the upcoming redevelopment of the Gabba at season's end for the 2032 Olympics. Should the WA clubs lobby Brisbane so they can buy out any Lions home games fixtures against the WA clubs? Mm. That way they are played at Optus Stadium in front of large crowds. It would be a guaranteed financial windfall for Brisbane for the next eight years. Similar, similar revenue stream exists with the Tasmanian government for Hawthorne and North Melbourne. That's a good email. That's from Andrew in Leeming. Uh, it's a really good email. I don't think it'll happen, but they will consider it. It's worth it's yeah. worth looking at. Uh, hi, guys. I'm writing this from Bali. It's very pleasant. I'm sure it is. This is Paul from Kalgoorlie. Did he see the We're Eagles? In Bali. Uh, I'm enjoying Barra's stories from days of yore. In the Carlton, and there's three points here. In the Carlton Sydney game, Carlton had a kick after a Sydney behind. The Carlton player had a footy in his hand, but appeared to ask the ball lady for the ball she was holding. She appeared to decline to swap the footy, and he took the kick with the footy he was holding. What is the actual rule on which footy you can use? Um, cheers, Paul. Well, it, there's no rule you can use whichever. There's footies out there, and they throw them back in. You don't have to use the same footy. But I will tell a funny story. Years ago, I was at VFL Park, Waverley. And Tony Lockett was playing for St Kilda and he's kicked the ball, kicked the goal and the ball's been thrown back in and they played for another five minutes until the field umpire at the centre after another goal looks at the footy, puts his hand up and it's got on it, you know, Paul Ashcroft, year nine, Montmorency High School. (laughs) So they've got the footy from some kid accidentally (laughs) being thrown out. So they've got the footy back to this kid who's frantically waving behind the goals. We went down there and interviewed him. It was a nice little piece for the paper. I think it was the Sunday Herald Sun. But funny story. So plug a locket standing there kicking, looking down at the lace. You probably see this kid's name on the footy. It's a great story. That kid would still have that. Well, he'd be an adult now. He'd still have that footy, I reckon. How's the, how's the Eagles? Good story, mate. How's the Eagles um, going? They, 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 last year, Europe, everywhere, you know, yeah. Greek islands, ah, la, la. This year, nowheresville, going to Bali, boys, and get back as soon as you can. Plenty of surgery. That's the world's worst year. They've really pulled the reins on them. Oh, good. Even though they're not supposed Sometimes to. Sometimes you probably don't deserve a holiday, mate. Uh, hi, hey, thanks to Barra. Oh, here's a plug for you, mate. Very <coughs> nice email for you. Hey, thanks to Barra for his wonderful emceeing at the Margaret Court Community Outreach Lunch on Friday. He did an awesome job and was even spotted tucking into a filet mignon, sitting next to the doyen of Australian radio, Alan Jones, and on the other side, an ex-state premier. Great work, Barra. And that was from Simon. Have a look at you. Mr. Yeah, Fancy Pants, filet mignon, wrapped every, in bacon and probably had a bit of cheese on top, mustard butter on top or something? Uh, oh, was no, it medium rare? I think I know that, Alan Simon. Jones next year. Is, that a, is, is his surname begin with W? It does. Yeah, uh, uh, he's a well-known uh, uh, legal um, man around town. Yes. But Alan Jones, I pinched one of his great lines. You know who was there? Bungham Hearn was there. Oh, was he? Yeah, and also, so he's really got right into retirement with uh, Matt Prittis. Well... Was it? Oh yeah, Margaret. What was yeah, it? What was it in aid of? I heard charity. They okay. ra- they 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 we'll give it a play. Yeah. So, um, but it was at uh, Freshy, you know, Royal Freshwater yep. Bay Yacht yep. Club, and um, 
But Alan Jones had this great line. He was talking about the Wallabies. How because he he coached a um, coached the Wallabies, yeah, yeah. But he coached the Grand Slam. Yep. When they beat all the all the European clubs, right? When he was coaching with the Ellers and all the rest of it, and he was saying, "I used the line. I'm going to use it at some stage." He said, to "Boys, be a headline. Don't be a footnote." Don't be a footnote for the Wallabies. Be a headline. And that sort of cut through. By the way, good win by the Wallabies over Georgia at the weekend too. So well done. Oh, yeah, Georgia. Well-known rugby. (laughs) Oh, they're all right. (laughs) Give them some credit. Okay. I'm going to speed through these ones, mate, because we haven't got a lot of time. Hello, my friends. What are we rushing for? Uh, Well, because we... We're on a schedule. Just... Why, mate? Hello, my friends. In regards to the Maynard Smother bump, which I'm sure we've already discussed in great detail. Yes, we have. I'd just like to offer a rebuttal to the footy action narrative. We need to decide which scenario we'd rather eliminate from the game. A charging airborne player who has lost control of their body, resulting in serious contract, contact, or a player bursting out of a centre stoppage with their shoulders facing the goals. This pivotal decision has the power to remove one of these situations from the game, and I know which one I'd prefer to see gone. Cheers, Connor. Uh, from Perth, Connor, you're more than entitled to your opinion. I don't necessarily agree. But, boys, five minutes left in the first qualifying final. Why did Frio let Acres go? Criminal. That's Joel from Carlisle. We have discussed that. Fair point, too. Um, dear Quarters and Barra, greetings from Berlin, Germany, where I'm an avid Frio fan, originally from Adelaide, and I absolutely love having your podcast to learn about everything happening back home. I almost fell off my bike just now hearing Quarters mentioning his ex-Water Bayswater location. Having lived myself at 31 Haverley Grove between 2012-14, small world indeed. Unbelievable. That is amazing. Um, uh, you would remember the cul-de-sac and the very qu- – and you'd also remember it was right on the edge of the Notting Hill Carnival. So yeah. you're, you're right at the end of it. So, uh, so did you live in one of those houses like um, it was Hugh a, Grant did? It was a big – yeah, it was – Bottom floor of a um, about eight story or something like that. I tell I walked down the end of the road one day and I turned right. It was the Notting Hill Carnival and I'm walking down the road and this big lanky guy's next to me, and this is just London all over. And I'm thinking we're having a good old chat, you know, Notting Hill Carnival, great day. He was English, and I thought, geez, you look familiar. You know, I didn't ask him. It's rude. And he just and he went his way and I went mine. And then grand. I realised Pete Townsend who. Yeah, wow. Guitarist it was. That's like Notting Hill the movie. Yes, absolutely. That's mm, where it is. Your version. Keeping it relevant. My only grand final Except story. you didn't kiss him. Living in London 2013, the morning of the day before I'd broken up with my then girlfriend in Australia. Long distance not working out. Then that evening was rejected by a woman who would eventually become a girlfriend. And then dejected made the 3am hike to a pub in Islington for the great London Swans viewing party. Only to, of course, see the great dockers fall short at the end. Riding home in the tube at 9am the next morning with a smile and thinking, well, at least life can't get worse than this. Cheers, lads. Keep up the great work. That was Chris Lloyd. That is a fantastic email. That is all for now, Barra. Now, now, now yep. mate, I don't care if those guys are knocking on the door, the other podcasts, all right? Yep. I, want to, I want to tell you something, okay. right? There's two okay. things I want to tell you. One, and I know you, you were racing through that, and I, it's very unfair that you had to race through that. No, that's all right. I just we want to put that on the record, all right? Okay. All right. Okay. Fine, mate. Thank you, Barra. Now, you would like this. Yeah. At this Margaret Court event, it was raising money for her charity, right, for, for the homeless and people that go there in Osmond Park, just down the road here to yes. eat and stuff. I've been there. They they do a great job, regardless of what you think of her politics or whatever. No, no, she does a lot for charity. It helps uh, Credit so where it's many, due. Yeah, exactly. Agree. Anyway, she was auctioning off some of her memorabilia, and one thing she was auctioning off was her first aluminium Racket, oh, wow. Okay, that she won the Grand Slam with. Really? That, in, Jeez, that would have been a real early in, in the one year. and um, Probably the first year of aluminium. And it was racket. framed up in that. And Alan Joyce, Alan Joyce, Alan Jones, yeah. Alan Jones, talk about. Alan Joyce would size. have been too busy uh, enjoying the uh, fruits of uh, Qantas, you know, flight free travel. Yeah. And Alan Jones, he bought it for $17,000. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And guess what? What? He donated it back. Oh, good man. Well done. He donated it back so that Margaret could keep it. And the big talking point in the room was about Novak. Yes. going to win the US Open. He's, qu- he's equal to her now. 24, yeah. both. She's got an, a shame. She's got so many doubles. It's a shame. But she's got all the mixed doubles and doubles. So she's got like 60-odd Grand Slam mm-hmm. titles. Mm-hmm. In phenomenal, it phenomenal is achievement. Record. But he has drawn level with her. In singles titles he has, yes. Yeah, so which which was profound. Which now, is a, you know, it's a real pity. Quick, Not a big Novak Quickly fan. about um, the waffle. So did you go to any of the waffle? I didn't this weekend, Yeah, no. so Subi Claremont, I was there. Claremont have been eliminated. Great to see Chris Mayne wearing son Zach. Kicked yes. two goals. Yes. Wasn't that fantastic? Subi now advanced to take on Peel Thunder down 
at Meandra on Sunday, appeal is going to be very hard I, to beat. I think it'll be appeal East Fremantle Grand Final. Yeah, and it's going to be a that, big... Which would probably be... I mean, Subi's shown a bit, shown a bit. Saw Capesy last night, Peter Capes at the uh, Sand Has he got on the Wacker board? Uh, not yet, mate. That, votes, that vote's in the, it's being held as we speak. It's a couple of weeks before it's You'd announced. You'd be voting for him? I'm not a member of the Wacker. Yeah, I don't I'll vote, be voting for him. And Tom, You're a member of the Wacker, Tom, are you? Tom Percy uh, coming off. He oh, yeah, there. he is. He yeah, was he's... very happy because Big East Perth man. Yeah. But I was just going to say, he's from out of Milan, Murdoch. He he would have won the Sandover this year if he hadn't broken down because he was – you remember he was leading yeah. so much. So he got reported on the weekend. He got a suspended sentence. And so he's going to be crucial in that game. If it's a pure lease for Mantle, how many people at Optus, you reckon, oh, grand final? Geez, you're testing me. Um, the, the Sharks people will come from everywhere. Well, eh? Yeah, I'm one. Are you a Sharks person? Yeah, eh? Hawthorne, mate. There's a connection. Uh, Ken Judge? Yeah. Rod, Rod Lester-Smith. Yeah. Rod Lester-Snuffy. Yeah, he? he was a good player. Very good. Very yeah, underrated. Yeah. Very reliable. Yeah. Good player. Very versatile. Good podcast, mate. Come in, Thank boys. Thank you. Yeah, right. Okay. <laughs> You have been listening to Quarters and Barra. We are brought to you by Tab Touch. (laughs) Better your bet with Tab Touch, but please gamble responsibly. Call Gambler's Help on 1800 858 858 if you have any issues. Barra, settle down. (laughs) Show those blokes. Xavier and Neil. Look forward to talking to you on Thursday when we preview the semi-final. Yes, I got four out of four. You got three out of four. I have. Basil's caught me again. No one's gone past me, mate. Right. Thank you. If you're a fan of the podcast, why don't you get in touch? Send your thoughts to the Thirsty Camel mailbag at quarters and barra at wanews.com.au. And don't forget to like, subscribe, and of course, tell your mates. This has been The Game with Quarters and Barra.